Hi, this is FBL Focal from YouTube. You may not be aware, but I now convert all my videos into podcasts. You can find all the podcast links at linktree.com slash fblfocal. That's linktree.com slash fblfocal. Welcome back for another video. In today's video, we'll be running through a wildcard team. This, in my eyes, the best wildcard team for Gemic 9. Whether you've got the chip active or not, this one will be very helpful. At worst, these are the players you should be targeting, and I'll run through each player individually. If you've already got the majority of these, then you're on the right track. We're closing in fast on 120k, so hit subscribe to help us get there. With fixture swings and wild cards active, it's a key time to be planning, and the Fantasy Football Scout ticker is perfect for this. You can sort by attack, defence, or overall to view which teams have the best and worst fixtures. You can also select any gimmick range, such as the next 5 or 8 to take you to the World Cup. You can even select a team and then sort by rotation, extremely useful for goalkeepers and defenders. If you've seen any of my custom tickers, I make them using Scout's ticker tool. There's a ton of other tools in the members area as well, and they've got monthly plans so you don't need to commit for the season. Click the link below to try them out, it supports the channel, and thank you to Scout for supporting the channel too. Starting off in goal and it's Raya. Brentford have a good run of games all the way from Gaming 9 to the World Cup, and actually rotate well with Leicester as per the Scout fixture ticker. So if Leicester were to turn it around over the next four, you could optionally start Ward in Gaming 12 and Gaming 16 when Brentford have their two toughest games against Chelsea and Man City. Although Brentford have kept just one clean sheet, they're an organised defence and the data suggests they've been unlucky, conceding 12 goals from 9.5 expected goals conceded. The alternative pick here is Greater from Crystal Palace, who's also 4.5 mil and we'll talk about him shortly. The back three is James Alexander-Arnold and Trippier, a premium back three. Right now you'd say back three is the way to go, as there's some great mid-priced midfielders and strikers. These three are the top three among all defenders for expected goal involvement this season, incredible value of clean sheet potential and attacking potential. Trippier, as we know, on direct free kicks and corners for Newcastle, and he won a penalty last time out, taking up dangerous positions against Bournemouth. Gemic 9 marks the first game in charge for Potter in the league, and Chelsea's fixtures line up perfectly for a new manager bounce. Before his departure from Brighton, they were third best for expected goals conceded, only Man City and Arsenal faring better. So we hope to see more of the same from him at Chelsea. Trent's taken a price drop over the break, 7.4 mil now. It's a really good fixture for Liverpool to come back from the break to, against Brighton at home, who are playing their first game under new manager Deserbi. It's a well-timed break from Liverpool, who have been off it recently. With Matip, Thiago and Henderson all back, there's serious potential for them to return from the break a different beast. With that in mind, Salah makes the midfield with Madison, Zaha and Martinelli. If you disagree with the Salah pick, then De Bruyne sets you back for less money, who is home to Man United after the break. There's not much to separate the two in my eyes, though Salah does mean one less booked in transfer as Man City blank in Gimmick 12. Considering there's three games beforehand, it's not the end of the world to book it in by any means if you do prefer KDB. Madison scored a wonderful goal against Spurs last match, and Leicester are top of Scouts fixture ticker over the next five, starting with Forrester home, who are worse than the league for expected goals conceded. He's on corners, free kicks, and he has a ton of attacking potential. It's the sort of fixture that looks ripe for a return or two, and he's remarkably low-owned at this moment in time. Zaha's another one with some of the best fixtures in the league ahead of him. With that in mind, Great is also an option in goal, though he did miss the odd game here and there last season, and they do have Johnston, his very capable backup, and he did very well at West Brom not too long back, so it could be a slightly risky pick, hence the rise selection. Zaha's on four goals from his five games played, which is particularly impressive considering Palace have played Arsenal, Liverpool, Man City and Newcastle, though in his case he also missed the City match. There is a small possibility that Palace's postponement versus Brighton gets rearranged before the World Cup. A Palace double gimmick would make Zaha even more appealing. 
Although Arsenal's fixtures aren't great, Martinelli's still an extremely good value player and one worth keeping if you can rotate him out for game week 12. In this case, the bench from this team can accommodate. He's still the fourth top scorer midfielder. The Bruyne's top with only six more points for almost double the price. The front three is Haaland, Mitrovic and Tony. Haaland's just a lock-in, needs no justification. You can't understand opting for an alternative captain in a game week, such as Kane last game week, which paid off. But not owning him entirely is beyond risky, and it could be a season-ender if he continues to perform at the same rate. Fulham are right up there on the scout fixture ticker too, and Mitrovic has six goals from his seven games played. It was a surprising blank against Forest, but Fulham are a different beast at home, and they've got three home fixtures in the next four. Lastly, Tony, who as discussed also has great games on the horizon, starting with Bournemouth in Game Week 9. Only Kane and Haaland have more points than him among strikers, and as we've learned, Tony's on both free kicks and penalty duties for Brentford. Seven attacking returns and seven appearances from five goals and two assists, and he plays the 90 minutes every match, everything you want in an FPL asset. On the bench, it's Ward, Andreas, Patterson and Williams. So Man City and Arsenal blank in Game Week 12, so in this team's case, Martinelli and Haaland. The plan here during that game week is Andreas and one of the defenders are brought on. However, this draft has 0.8 mil in the bank in my case, so it's affordable for those of you who have less money. But those of you with some money in the bank can upgrade one of the defenders if you wish. For example, in game week 12, Palace are home to Wolves, and Grahi could drop to 4.3 mil over the break. Newcastle are home to Everton that week, so Shah's an option too. Brighton's home to Forest that game week too, so a Brighton defender like Dunk's another option. Let me know if there's any players you'd personally leave out or have instead. For now, thanks for watching. Before you go, hit like if this video was useful to you. We're closing in on 120,000 subscribers. Join in if you enjoy the content. I read every comment, so leave one below and I'll be sure to read it. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.